Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Attacking Scrum podcast. With everything that's going on in the world at the moment... Dan and I decided that we still wanted to carry on doing the attacking scrum even though there's no rugby on at the moment. So what we have decided to do is hopefully create a nice fun series called Dream 15. The idea is that a guest comes on each week and selects like a barbarian side uh, that they would love to see play and it's all based on the rugby players that you really enjoyed watching Uh, so they can be current players players from the past dead or alive and the whole point is just it's all about the the players that you've enjoyed watching um, the most and Given that there's no rugby on at the moment, uh, having to resort to things like watching watching old games on YouTube, we thought it'd be a nice time to to have a bit of nostalgia and a bit of uh, a bit of light-hearted fun while there's you know lots of things that are obviously making everyone very anxious out there. So we hope you really enjoy these um, these podcasts. Let us know what you think about our selections. Let us know who would make it into your dream fifteen, and you can do all of that on Twitter at Attacking Scrum or get in touch with us on whatever uh, whatever social media you like. And uh, as always, big thanks to our sponsors at So Coffee Trades. Uh, you know, it's tough times out there for all businesses. And if you want to help support a fantastic young Welsh business, then you can do so by going to socoffeetrades.co.uk. And, uh, and yeah, like, like we say, you know, it's a, a time when, uh, when all businesses are going to need, uh, going to need support. So if you do want to do that and get some top quality coffee, then be sure to head to socoffeetrades.co.uk. But in the meantime... Here is the very first episode of Dream 15 by the Attacking Scrum. Welcome then to Dream 15, a brand new idea from the Attacking Scrum podcast. The concept is really, really simple. Each week, a guest will join me to discuss their Dream 15. 
it's not just the best players that they've ever seen play, it's the players that they have enjoyed watching the most. So essentially a, a fantasy barbarians 15. Alongside picking the players, they'll also pick the captain, they'll choose the kit, they'll choose the stadium, they'll choose the opposition, and they'll also decide if they want to play in the team as well. And with it being a brand new idea, there's only really one man we could turn to to get us underway. The guinea pig, if you like. The man, the myth, the legend, the enigma, Mr. Daniel Killick. Thanks, Jed. Lovely intro. Can we keep that going every week? Oh, quite possibly. Uh, let's hope it's not just you picking it every week, Dan, because I'm, you know, I'm sure it would get very, very boring very, very quickly. However, do you think? Well, I don't know, do actually. Because you, you could pick a different team every week. <laughs> yeah, I reckon I could. It's not. It's not as easy as it sounds. It's really. This well. There's so, many, there's so many quality players, aren't there, that it's not... Yeah, it's tricky. I found it pretty tough, actually. I said there in the intro as well, it's not just about picking the best players that you've ever seen. It's about the players that you've enjoyed watching the most. So I'm hoping that there's going to be a few a few 90s curveballs in there from you. But uh, I don't want to preempt that too much. You'll have to wait and see. You won't be waiting too much longer. No, right. Let's crack on. And we're going to start in the glamour positions of the front row. For your dream 15, Daniel, who is Loosehead Prop? And talk me through your selection dilemmas there as well. My, to, to be honest, the front, the front row was probably the most, the most straightforward for me, actually. Yeah, you're not interested in that, are you? No, <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm going straight over the, over the forwards and into the backs. Um, I've gone with... I've gone with Geffen. Yeah. I just couldn't really. It's so so difficult to go for anybody else. So he's just he's just in there. Has to be for me. Um, and I, and if I'm honest, <laughs> I didn't look at I didn't look at anybody else. I like that though. I like that. But that's probably actually and and at one as well. There was there was nobody else. But every other position, I've got about I've got about nine names. Yeah. <laughs> So, is that so it, does that represent the fact that you just don't care about loose head props, or is it actually that Gethin has just been the only choice that you could have there? I took so much abuse for that um, that little clip that I did that uh, <laughs> that went live somewhere that I've had to leave the front row alone now. <laughs> so it's just a very it's a very short shot Gethin at three. Uh, at one, you Burke. Sorry, sorry, yeah, get it at one. There no, we go, there's the stick, isn't it? No wonder you've got, no wonder um, you've got abuse for not knowing anything about scrummaging when you're picking Gethin on the tight. Uh, you can play him anywhere. Adam Jones. Yeah, this is, this is nice. This is nice. Like I said, yeah, it's not, not just about picking the best, uh, the be- <laughs> the best players, but no, I, I get that, mate. I get that. Yeah. And, yeah, and then sandwiched in between Sean Fitzpatrick. Oh, right. But... There was a few close. There's, there was a couple in contention here. So, Keith Keith Wood. Yeah. Nice. Even though I could never have him in the front, he could never have that 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 first team spot for me after his after his comments what? during the Lions. Around, so. yeah. But he, the, he, the fact he, he just continued he, to grind that axe, even though we'd won yeah. the series. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so that so he's he's he gets a mention. Nigel Bazzani. Oh, I really thought you were going to. I'm gutted that Bazzani's not in this team. I thought. If yeah. Ever, I, I thought <laughs> that if there's one player guaranteed to be in this, it's Nigel Bazzani. 
he's 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 on the bench. I don't know whether we're having a bench, but he he's on the bench. You can have a bench. It's, so, it's your it's your dream fifteen, my friend. You can. Have it was bench. really close. It was really close, but Fitzpatrick, I just he kind of. I think he'd get into. He'd be a hooker in sort of any era, wouldn't mm. he? He kind of he kind of drifts between all. So yeah, Keith Wood, Bazzani, and I also was a big fan of Barry Williams. Yes, he was good, wasn't he? He had that fantastic season in '97 and ended up on the Lions tour, didn't he? he was a... Yeah, he 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 did a, a quite a big quite a big hooker, wasn't he, for back then? He was. Yeah, it wasn't, but it wasn't all about you know scrummaging a line out, was he? he? Liked to get the ball in hand and. Uh, yeah, he did. He was yeah, yeah all around the park, all action. Quite, he was, yeah, another one, another one ahead of his time, and quite, quite loose as well, wasn't he? A bit of a loose cannon, which I quite liked. All right, well, I, I fully understand the the choice. So you've you've picked three world class players here, which is, you know, which is entirely up to you. I can understand Gethin and, and Adam James on the grounds that you know they've they've been the cornerstone of of those Gatland sides. What is it that you liked about Sean Fitzpatrick? What is it that you enjoyed watching about him when he was playing? Out and out leader, mm-hmm. proper sort of proper dog, wasn't he? Oh yeah, just in everything, in everyone's faces, but kind of kind of played the played the laws pretty well, and yeah, I just think he's, as I pointed out earlier, really, I think he's a player that could, you know, get in could get into most sides, currently, and you know, going back, you know, going back in time as well, and I don't think that's an easy. That's an easy thing to be able to do, really. No, and you're right. And he played a couple. Of, he played a couple of he's years. He's so successful, isn't he? As well, yeah. he's he's hugely successful. Um, yeah, just a, just an incredible career. He is, but he's uh, yeah. I suppose he, the thing that the thing that is perhaps a, a bit of a um, a bit of a tricky one with him is you kind of I, I know he, he played into he played in two World Cups and they won one of them. But you kind of think, like, for someone who was so successful in every other, every other period, that that kind of ninety-five loss in the final must—I don't know—that that must still that must still wrangle with him. Yeah, it probably does, and that's where Bazzani nearly nipped in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, really on his mo- on his motorbike. <laughs> a really strong front row. Uh, what are you going for in the second row, Dan? So second row, I've. I've gone with Martin Johnson. Oh, interesting. Yeah, warrior. You can't tell me you enjoy watching him, though. I mean, are you that much of a rugby purist, Dan, that you can you can enjoy watching a player who captained England to win the World Cup? I think the Lions really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really made it. You know, I, I, you just saw him and you thought, God, I'd follow this guy. Just uh, another, you know, workhorse leader. Just you'd almost do anything for him, wouldn't you? And I, when you see him talk, you you really listen. Yeah, and that that Lions, there was something, there's something amazing about that Lions video, isn't there? That Lions tour. Oh yeah. And yeah, and the English the English guy gets the gets the nod for me, but Vic, a couple of a couple of guys that came close to me was Victor Matfield. That's a good shout. Yeah, I mean I. To me, like when I'm picking my team, and obviously we're gonna we're gonna do mine, and you're gonna you're gonna host that one, Dan. But when I was picking my team, I found it very very hard to pick England players just because 
losing to, you know, <laughs> as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, losing to England is never fun. But there's, you know, there was a couple of players who, who came close, and I feel the same about Matfield actually because it's very rare that you watch South Africa and want them to win. But he was just such a good player for such a long period of time and ahead of his time as well that you can kind of really enjoy it. Yeah, and uh, just the way he's, he's... Is he still playing now? I mean, it feels like he is, isn't it? He's, he's just, he just went, he went on and on and on, especially in that position as well. Second row. It's, yeah, he's, yeah, the absolute he's right up there. Yeah, but Martin Martin Johnson, I think if he's in the side, yeah. you you're going to be delighted, even though he's English. Yeah, well, he's, you know, there's there's no denying his uh, there's no denying his absolute quality, and yeah, I I know what you mean that that like you know we went on three Lions tours, didn't he? And yeah, um, yeah, obviously the '97 one stands out, but he, he was an absolute warrior on those other two as well, which is the beauty of the Lions, isn't it? Is players who you absolutely detest. Um, for uh, for the other the other three and a half years, you're allowed to you're allowed to like uh, one summer every four years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And but yeah, you're right. That is the absolute beauty of the of the Lions, isn't it? That you see you see players that you can't you really detest, but then you kind of you you find yourself liking them but then you have to put yourself put yourself back away but yeah he's 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 there for me uh, another mention oh we uh so well no yeah we'll go no, we'll go on to five then so i'll um i was a big fan of mike voyle yes mike voyle of course mike voyle yeah love mike voyle um bob bob norster bob norster yeah these are the, now we're talking bob, yeah bob norster hard man in the second row there but it's it's got to be Halloween Jones, isn't yeah, it? I know. He, he, he's got it. Well, we, we'll go on to your side later, but I'd be mighty surprised if he's not on your side. Well, you'll have to find out, won't you? I mean, and Mike Voyle wasn't on the shortlist actually, but that brings back some that what? brings back some fond memories. Uh, he, did, he did the rounds actually, didn't he, Mike Voyle? He's a he's a he's yeah. a Newport, Cardiff, Ebu. Uh, few a few other sides I think he played for. As That's well. why I thought there was a there was a possibility that he might be on your list or, or Voily, but no, uh, no, he, he loved loved a, loved a pair of cycling shorts, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, big fan of that. Locks wearing cycling shorts, I think is well. In fact, anyone anyone wearing cycling shorts. That's if you wear cycling box. shorts, there's something. Box. There's got to be something about you. <laughs> <laughs> if you wear cycling shorts when you're getting lifted, that's the last thing you'd want, really. I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. There was loads of players like Mike Foyle that, you, that I just you know, I wanted a sort of team of Mike. I'm a but... bit I'm a bit gutted that I was really hoping that your side was going to be full of um, was going to be full of Mike Foyles and Nigel Bazzani's and uh, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit dis- disappointed that you've gone for out and out world class quality here. Yeah, well, you, I got... give me give me back give me give, give me a few weeks off and then I'll. Uh... Well, what I'm looking forward to is releasing the um, releasing the full kind of squad. And I think you'd have an amazing midweek team here. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the bars. Great on the session, exactly. yeah. Great on the beers. Um, I just I love, the, I love the thought of this side playing as well. And you've got this, this amazing front five of yeah, Alan Wynne Jones and Martin Johnson, Gethin, Sean Fitzpatrick, Adam Jones. And then it comes to 60 minutes and Killick's reeling the changes and bringing Bazzani and Voyle on <laughs> just for a good old tear-up. Yeah. yeah, probably would as well. 
Good stuff. You, you, you might be you might be seeing who's coach there as well. So. Oh, right. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Uh, let's see who yeah. picked in the back row then. Let's see who completes the. Uh, this is this is this is where it's going to be interesting, Dan. What are you, are you going for? A really balanced back row? Are you going for power ball carriers? Are you going for out and out ball players? Have you picked Justin Tibbrick three times? What uh, what are you going for when it comes to the back row? <laughs> so, at I've mixed it up a bit here. So it's six. Mention for Betson. Yeah, animal. Serge, Serge Betson, yeah. Finley Calder. Well, yeah, a little bit before my time, Dan Finley Calder. I don't, I don't really remember um, remember a great deal about him. It's it's more kind of what I've read. But uh, yeah, interesting choice. Yeah, it's a good bit about what I've read and seeing some of the old videos. But he, I mean, he was an open side, wasn't he? But he's. He's get, he gets he gets a mention at six. He's he's a Scot. I needed to uh, to get a couple of need, need to get a mention in there. But I liked him. He's a good good player. Um, Francois Pinot, mm-hmm. animal, wasn't he? Yeah, really interesting. Like he was for someone who's such a pivotal player. He was only there for a brief period of time, wasn't he? In the South African shirt, you know, in their their most famous day. And then he was kind of gone shortly after. He was off. Yeah, but he made an impact, didn't he? Oh, yeah, it was yeah, short. He it was short, but 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 certainly uh, certainly memorable. And again, you talk about leaders. Yeah. But exactly. But there's only one. There's only there's only one guy that was going to get the number six shirt for me. Talk about leaders. This guy was a leader. He loved the outdoors. You're picking. Didn't like the gym. You're picking Perigo, aren't you? I'm picking Mark Perigo. <laughs> yeah, Mark Perigo. Hap- still, still living in a, uh, still living in a treehouse apparently. I would love to and know where Mark Perigo is. If any of the listeners know or are able to get in touch with Mark Perigo, again, one of my early. Well, can we can we get him on? I, would love I to mean, that would be that would be so you'd good. You'd have to go and interview him, Dan. I imagine you'd have to go and. Uh, yeah, you'd have to. Hunt, can you imagine? Hunt can you imagine how that interview would go? <laughs> But it's not the it's not the normal one where we arrange to meet you know to meet him in the the training ground or in the coffee shop. It would be no. you have to go and find him. You find Mark Perigo. He doesn't he find doesn't him. To you. No, and then it's just a series of vo- voice notes, and then we'd have a, an outdoor training session together. A series of voice notes. That sounds bloody familiar. Um, yes. Yeah. Interesting. So what made what made him get the nod then? He was he was different, wasn't he? Very, yeah, quite an quite an unusual, off the wall character. But I loved the way loved the way he played. He was quite a quite destructive, was. wasn't he? Hard. Would would really go through walls, got through a mountain of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, just and you didn't really know, you know, who he was, what he was about. Almost like a silent assassin, really. The, the 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 type of guy that you 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 know again you'd want in your side really yeah. I think when I when I first started watching rugby he was part of that part of that Wales but not first started but when I first really started to understand it and you know knew who all the players were and and stuff I he was part of that back that all athlete back row that they had Emir Lewis him and Scott Quinnell uh, all playing there and I think he played I think he played open side in that. Um, that side, but yeah, really interesting choice. He's just a name that instantly I, I think I think back to my childhood. Yeah, that's yeah. Again, same for me. Yeah, straight takes you straight back, doesn't it? So he's he's in at six. 
Seven then. Good few sevens as you'd expect. Yeah. So we'll we'll run through them all. So Warbs. Yeah. Gotta be mentioned. McCaw. Oh, honourable mention for Warbs. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. McCaw. Yeah. Josh Cromfeld. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. really like watching Josh Cromfeld yeah, and his scrum cap. It's no surprise that these names will appear on my list as well. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holler. Oh, mate, honestly. Keep going. <laughs> it's like, it's like Olivier Magne. It's like you've stolen my notes. Oh, Magne was one I didn't think Yeah, Magne. He was. Blonde hair. Yeah, bleach blonde. Again, loved the cycling shorts, and, and I, love, I love, love my cycling shorts as well. So he. Um, do you remember his? They were. They were really stand out, these shorts. I'm not sure I do. I, I remember, yeah, I remember the, You'd have to look the hair up, with the scrum cap sticking out of it. Yeah. Great player. Yeah, fantastic player. Absolutely. Again, like spanned the, the amateur and the professional era and was one of those first players who really seemed to to embrace the professional era and was a different you know, different level of fitness. And Yeah. yeah. And he's someone, isn't he, you feel like you're slotted in now. Yeah. Di Morris. Di Morris, yes. The Shadow. God, I mean, yeah, that, what a nickname that is. Yes, yeah, it's just such a great nickname, isn't it? Any any seven in the world wants that nickname. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's exactly. I lo- love that. But it has to be Tipperich. Yeah. And who, who's, who's a... Daniel picked at seven? No, no, Justin Tipperich. <laughs> Who played the third year, yeah. I think? Justin Chipperidge. Oh, I mean, what? It's hard, it's, it's, That's it's, a very good impression. It's so, Tipperidge. There's, yeah, there's so many quality sevens, isn't there? But he is... I think... Um, who is it that, that said it? I think it was... Um, oh, somebody... I think it was Phil Steele, actually, mm. had, had mentioned, you know, during the, during the Six Nations that... The guy, you know, Tibbet, he's a complete one-off. Enjoy him while we can, yeah. and it does feel like that now, doesn't it? I know he's still got a good few years in him, but he is just—he's just something else, isn't he? He's going to be one of those that you show, you know, you show your kids. They won't be DVDs then. Well, it'll be you know, be YouTube clips and everything like that, and you show me like, you know, this guy, this guy played and, and couldn't get in the team for a lot of a large period of his of his career. And you'd be like, how? How on earth is that the case? Because he's yeah, he's yeah. just he's a joy to watch, and that's what that's what I think this the whole concept of this is all about is picking those players who are just fun to watch. He is, yeah. There, there is. I mean, there's very few players that you can say can do absolutely everything, mm-hmm. and and he is one of them that can. So he's he's in at seven for me. Beautiful and c- completing the back row. Completing the back row. So we've got Parise. Yeah. Zinzan Brook. Oh, nice. Okay. Falatau. Yeah. But I've gone with Mervyn Davis. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's interesting, Dan, as well, going for players that, you know, obviously before our time, but I think there's... A, I, I put something out on, on Twitter a couple of weeks ago talking about uh, we had we had that... Um, the video as a kid about the the glory years of the seventies. I think it's called the it's either called the golden year or the the crowning year or something like that. With um, uh, with Cliff Morgan doing the doing the commentary and the narration throughout it, and I watched that relentlessly. And it's funny these players who were obviously before our time, but their names are etched in folklore, and you it's just impossible to ignore. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's, he is. He's iconic, isn't he? He's, you know, it's just something special about him. It certainly is. I'll tell you what, it's going to be mighty interesting to see who, uh, who captains this side, Dan. You're not, going to be, you're not going to be short of leaders. But save, our, save that thought as uh, we will be revealing that towards the end of the show. And, uh, of course, Dan's got to pick his backs as well and let us know, uh, let us know what, where, this, where this game's going to be played, who it's against. So all of that is still, going to, <laughs> is still to come. But first, we're going to have this very, very short break. This is Nicky Smith. You're listening to Attack and Scrum, sponsored by So Coffee Trades. So a mighty impressive pack you've picked there, Dan. I have to say, I would uh, I would thoroughly enjoy watching watching that pack play together. Now it's time for you to pick the, the area that you really specialise on. It's the backs and the haircuts. Who's going to exit on? Onto the backs, yeah. Backs, so yeah. nine. This this must have been hard for you. I reckon I reckon you did your forwards in ten minutes, and then you spent two days deliberating over who, who makes the backs. Yeah, I did. I did. I enjoy. I enjoyed doing the back row there, though. But um, yeah, this is this is the this is the money the money calls Let's here. Go on, then. So nine. Justin Marshall. Interesting. Howley. Yeah. Really liked watching Howley. I think he was a great, great player. Well, he was. Now, there's, the no, nine... there's no denying that. You know, we've spent. It's probably a good opportunity, this Dan. If you think about the amount of time we've spent on this podcast talking about Rob Howley, and, and you know, been been critical at times uh, because that's probably been the one area that Wales under Gatland came under the most scrutiny was, you know, was kind of failure to evolve the attacking style of play. But if you look at him as a player, he was just a magnificent scrummer. He was, wasn't he? Electric pace, great decision making, flawless, just service. lovely. Oh, service, yeah, proper nine service, wasn't he? Totally different to Marshall, but uh, an out and out nine then, yeah. yeah. Now the guy I've gone with as well is is an out and out nine, but um, yeah, there's somebody else I want to mention at this point, right. which is um, Eust van der Veste. Isn't oh man, change the yeah. change the way that nines that nines had to play, yeah. you know. He really did evolve that position. He did, yeah. Mike, Mike has to get a nod as well because he was, for me, just involved. You know, at a time when you know we were so successful, wasn't he? And he was at the heartbeat of everything. An absolute, probably nightmare to play against. And we've said it before. Uh, big game player. He turned yeah, big up game. those performances, whether it's for the Lions or for Wales. He put up. Yeah. big performances and I think you know Gatland almost all but said that didn't he that probably you know technically you know not, not the best nine out there but just in terms of you know being an, being an animal a dog backing himself and just just w- like winning mentality you, you, you got him down on the team sheet haven't you oh yeah uh, um, but so there's quite a few Wales players mentioned at nine and the guy who's got the Got the nine shirt for me, is uh, is from Dan West and it's Dwayne Peel. Interesting, very interesting. Dwayne Peel. I mean, be- best nine in the world for me at at one point. It's kind of two thousand and five Grand Slam Lions yep. tour. I, I would agree with him being the best number number nine in the world at that point in time. 
what made you choose Dwayne Peel over all those other fantastic names? I, I guess I feel quite um, sad for him in a way that his Welsh career came to you know came to an mm. end so early. Um, because I think he still had a lot to offer. He, you know, lovely service on him. A real, a real thinking nine then, controlling nine. Every, I think he was a threat. Just imagine if imagine if we had a, a Dwayne Peel now in the side. You know, I know we've got a lot of nines, but he, yeah, just on his day, he was, he was genuinely world class. And as we said, the the best nine at that you know at that moment in time. So he he gets he gets the nine for me. I think as a you know if you're playing at ten, you'd you'd love to be having uh, you'd be loving to have the service off Dwayne Peel there. Yeah, I agree with all of that. As we come on to talk about ten, did that affect your choices? Were you thinking about combinations at half back and? You know who Dwayne Peel could bring the most out of, or have you just picked your 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 favourite ten to watch? Yeah, there was there was a little uh, there was a little link up, yeah, between these two. But really, I just I've 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 almost gone, <laughs> just gone position to position. Yeah. But yeah, there was a little bit in it. So ten. So Car- Carlos Spencer. Yeah, what? Just what a, a ma- joy to watch. <laughs> yeah, a magician, wasn't he, on the ball? Nobody knew what he was doing. He, he knew what he was doing, but nobody else did. Um, and kind of, he was he was one of a kind, he wasn't was he? Really, kind, yeah, undoubtedly. You know, we have when you when you look back at the highlight reels now, he was doing stuff that you don't see too many people even now doing. Really, they're doing some clever kicks and things like that. But it, his was just completely off the wall, wasn't it? It's was bonkers. But but it tended, you know, the, the part that. The sort of reverse passes, the kicks, yeah, the, the banana no kicks, look, the pass through the legs, the banana you know. kicks, yeah. But 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 he 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 had them all in his locker, didn't he? Oh yeah, the the full. And they room. came off as well. The, well, a lot of the time they did. So yeah, Carlos Spencer, uh, another ten who who, I know my my brother was a, a huge fan of, and and I was as well. Um, someone that just puts a smile on. On certainly on my face and, and hopefully on everyone's is Serevi. Mm, yeah, now we're talking. Serevi, um, again another magician. The ball was just stuck was to him, wasn't it? To his hand or gaffer tape to his hand, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, small guy, but just you just couldn't couldn't lay a hand on him, could you? He'd yeah, just just so fun, so fun to to be around, and I. Uh, I remember I met the the Fijian rugby side, seven side actually down in the Vale of Glamorgan pub, yeah. in the centre of uh, centre of Cowbridge with, uh, with well with my brother and and uh, my my uh, good mate Jane, and yeah I think it was fairly late on on a Sunday but we had the call to say they were down so our parents let us pop down to see them, and it just yeah it was incredible you know. Having a chat with them, we got some, you know, obviously autographs and um, photos and things. And he was he was there, and he was so he was so kind, so nice. That that's a really fond memory for me. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I obviously, obviously, 
he's renowned as being a as being a sevens player, but he's one of those few who had real. You know, it would have been quite rare at the time to have those players going from sevens to fifteens and making as big a success at fifteens. And I remember him playing for Leicester for a season. And just thinking, my God, this guy is absolutely amazing. Oh gosh, yeah. His, he had his yeah. Um, he had his sleeves rolled up as well. It just yeah, looked, really high. Looked really cool. Uh, he carried the ball in one hand. He did all these play. He, yeah, absolute joy to watch. What what a great selection that would have been. But he's he's not making yeah. the cut there, no. He, no, he hasn't. He hasn't. Um, he hasn't made it. And so the ten I've gone with is Michael Liner. Oh yes, Rolls Royce. I. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching Michael Liner so much so that when when we used to play, again, this is going back to, to the childhood days, so in our garden, I'd be at one end, my brother would be at the other, and we were, uh, he, he was he was usually sort of Carl Spencer, uh, and I, I, was, I was Michael Liner, um, and I was sort of forever Michael Liner, and we just used to have, you know, one-on-ones. Yeah. And because I was always him, I had the, I had the Australian, you know, that lovely Australian top. It was so simple. It was just literally nothing on it, mm. but the but the Australian badge, yeah. um, old school cotton, but not too baggy. It was kind of like a, it was almost like a fitted. It was it was unusual for the time. It wasn't like XXXXL. It was kind of nicely yeah. fitted top. So yeah, for the old days, Michael Liner at ten and. I think he would have loved having a, a really sharp, punchy pass from from Peel. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, yeah, that would have been, uh, you know, not that he, not that he struggled with, with scrum halves inside him throughout his career. But I know what you mean. Actually, I could see him really relishing getting that getting that service from Dwayne Peel. Yeah, yeah. Great choice. Right onto the uh, where's two centres next, shall we? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll go to centres then. Yeah. Yeah, so twelve. Gavin Henson nailed on. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. Gavin Henson. Right, right, right. Yeah. Gavin Henson with the mention. Hard not to hard not to put him in there for me. Though. Yeah. Ray, such a good player. No spoil, no spoilers, but he's definitely uh, he's definitely going to feature in discussion for mine as well. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, incredible player. We'll always love him. Yeah. Um, Scott Gibbs. Mm-hmm. A very different centre, but again, brought plenty of brought plenty of joy to us in a time where we didn't get much joy. He he did, yeah. There's a there's a few there's a few uh, few centres being mentioned here. Aaron Major, yeah, class, absolutely class. But I'm sh- I'm sure he's on. He's probably on. He's probably on your he's, list. He wasn't actually, but he he's just like that calm head in a. Do you know what I mean? Like in a a lineup where you often had. Yeah, you'd have Spencer at ten, just desperate to do mad things, and then you'd have yeah. uh, you'd have a manga <laughs> outside him, who's just an absolute animal, and then you've got the wings, you know, Rokathoku and Simavatu and Cullen and those kind of players, and then you've got him, who was just that calm head in amongst all of it, knew when to pass, knew when to kick, knew his role, just yeah, a class player. Yes, lovely player, but the man. The man that's got the 12 shirt for me is one of my all-time favourite players ever, is Philippe Sellar. Okay, good choice. Okay. So who's partnering him? Well, yeah, this is it. This is what we want to know. O'Driscoll gets a mention. 
Bateman gets a mention. Well, I mean, yeah, he he will definitely get a mention on mine as well. Yeah, unbelievable player. Yeah, Tim Horan, oh, even though he was a twelve, absolute class. Yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely player. But the man who gets, and and I know I'm mixing the centres up a little bit, but I've gone for Frank Bunce. Brilliant! I love Frank Bunce. <laughs> Frank Bunce, yeah. I'm laughing now. He put a smart. He puts a smile on your face, doesn't he? Hard player. I tell you what, um, that's a great player. For um, considering it's the it's like the amateur era, that, that's a seriously strong defence in Philippe Sellar and uh, and Frank Bunce. There is, yeah, yeah, and you you you, you, you they cause they cause some issue, I think, as well in attack oh, yeah. between them. Yeah, with uh, with Liner just sort of just pulling the strings there, just orchestrating things nicely. I have to say, Dan, it's a bit more of a pragmatic backline than I was anticipating. I thought you might go all guns blazing, but uh, there's a real um, a real class and a steadiness to these. Uh, to these there's a pragmatism to this, isn't there? It's, it's very sensible for, uh, which is unusual for me. It is. I like that though. I like that a lot. And then the back three. The back three, so... Okay, Ben Tune. Oh, what a player. What a wonderful <laughs> player he was. Ben Tune, yeah. Uh, ben Tune gets a mention. Now, this, this player, I can't say I ever saw him play, but, but, but Willie Llewellyn. Yeah. Um, 19, from 1905, the captain versus New Zealand. So I just think he, he, he had to get a mention, but I can't tell you too much about the guy. But what I do know is he uh, he grew up very very close to my grandparents, yeah. and uh, they they always they always sort of mentioned him. So when I'm doing this, it, it only feels right to to give Willie Llewellyn a a big 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 mention. I like that. I've got David Duckham. Very interesting. Very interesting. I know. I know. I know exactly what you mean. Like looking through the you know those old great try DVDs and stuff like that, he's uh, and I know I know fans at the time talk about David Duckham. You know Welsh fans talk about him as as being like an honorary Welshman because of the way he played the game. Yeah, yeah, he's he's he is Welsh, really, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> this is a couple of there's a couple of English players in here, Jed, which uh, I'm surprised you haven't put the phone down on me. Well, but... you know this is it, Dan. It's your teammate. That's it. So the man who's got the shirt is Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson, another another uh, another flying winger with blonde hair. Yeah, absolutely. There's quite a lot, you know, of 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 a time as well. My players yeah. uh, are, which um, is natural, isn't it? And I'm sure as uh, different different people do this, there's um, that's probably going to be a theme. I would have thought. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I'm sure when we Which get, is nice. I'm sure when we get Craig on to do it, there'll be a lot of players from the early '80s in there. When we get Yestin on there, there'll be a Cardiff side, won't it? There'll be a Cardiff side from the, from the <laughs> '80s. I'm sure when Yestin comes on, there'll be a lot of players who played just before the Great War. You know, I think um, there'll be yeah. uh, there'll be there'll certainly be uh, definitely be kind of eras that that we can pick from. But yeah, love Jeff Wilson. Yeah. I tell you what else I love about him, Dan, as well. Uh, was he is one of those players who could do could do things in different sports as well. So he, he played international international cricket for New Zealand. 
Yeah, that's impressive, isn't you it? You know, not just yeah, not just oh yeah, he, you know, he could have been a good cricketer. He played international cricket. That's that to do that in the nineties is absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, just just showed his uh, skill levels, didn't it? Really? Did you were you a fan of him? I loved him. Yeah, brilliant player yeah. to watch. Yeah, and, and that that New Zealand side, you know, as long as they weren't playing Wales because they terrified me whenever and they they duly ripped us to shreds pretty much every time they played Wales. Yeah. And yeah. he was uh, yeah, but he was he was a joy to watch and, and a, an amazing foil to Lomu on the other wing. Yeah. Which I wonder, <laughs> as we're talking about the other wing, Dan, you've got Jeff Wilson on one. Yep. Who's the shortlist? For yeah, so, so the shortlist, Lomu's on the list. Yeah. Rocker Koku's on the list. Just, yeah, out and out, out and out, power, gas, everything, wasn't he? Panned off the lot, offloads. Chester Williams. Yeah. Kind of a, yeah, cult hero, isn't he? Absolutely. But it has to be... Shane Williams. Shane Williams. I miss him now. Mm. He's going to be forever missed, isn't he? Do you think? Because I've, you know, I've got, I've got mates who say, "Oh, you'll never see players like Shane Williams again." You know, he's a complete one-off. The game's completely changed. Do you think that's true? Or, you know, we just kind of. Is it the fact that we just yearn for a player like Shane so badly? I think it is it is true really and if you think of we'll see players that have you know similar skill sets then that can do it on a you know in a in a pro 14 game or but to just the the consistency that he had you know game after game wasn't it was just we, we, I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again you know Moments where we're we're out of the game, mm. you know. There's there's nothing happening, and literally, the, almost the whole side, all eyes are just turning to him to basically say, Shane, you're going to have to do something. So if we knew that was the case, all the other sides knew that that was that was the plan as well. Yet they still could not get a hand on him. Yeah. So it's just remarkable, isn't it? It is really that like when we it, when we were playing our best rugby, you could give it to Shane and. He would do something, and you know you, you could back him at the big moments to score a try that would make a, a real difference. And when we weren't playing our best, and it was give it to Shane and hope for the best, more often than not, he could conjure something and and keep us in games. And yeah, just but it's not it's not just the fact that he turned up on those occasions. It's the fact that it was just done with such a style. The pace was electric. The finishing was phenomenal, and. The amount of times he got it right, he so rarely made a mistake in the in the last ten years of him being an international. Yeah. Yeah. Bit sad, no? You do sound a bit sad, Dad. <laughs> Come on, mate. This is supposed to be. This is supposed to be the. Uh, this is supposed to be a, a nice, light, uh, a light piece where it's uh, you know it's all about just remembering the the joyous players that we watched right. Put myself back up. I was I like. Actually, he got me. Then we're not. We're not going to see him again. We're not. I haven't seen him for a while, have we? But just quickly, though, no. on that point, the one thing that gives me hope that there are players like Shane out there is a, a man from South Africa called Cheslin Colby, who plays in that yeah. similar vein and is obviously you know is a is a small guy, but just plays with massive heart, amazing skills, and a real joy to watch. And funny enough, Shane said that uh, his son's his son's favourite player now is is Cheslin Colby, which that. is quite nice. So. Yeah, that's a nice touch, isn't it? So on to 15 then. The scanning position. 
<laughs> Very important position. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I imagine your shortlist. I reckon you've got 15 players on your shortlist. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah. I've run, I need a new notebook. Serge Blanco. Oh, right, okay. Gets a mention. Oh, quite right. And this guy, I bet, I bet he's... He's probably your 15, actually, this guy. André Joubert. Uh, he's, he's funny enough, he's on the shortlist. <laughs> Is he? I, it's a name that popped into my head yesterday. And I thought, oh, yeah. my God. Again, and I, I think I like these. From that time. With, um, with shock of blonde yeah. hair as well. Yeah. Montgomery's your fullback, though. Talking of shocks of blonde hair. Well, we'll mate, we'll yeah. talk about this. Don't, don't, never mind my side. You keep going through yours. I know. I'm, I'm jumping around, aren't I? Brain like a grasshopper. Lee Byrne. Lee Byrne, yeah, magnificent. Again, another one, best in the world for me in 2009. Yeah, when you, you know... Genuinely. When, when that's talked about, people, th- you know, that Lee Byrne, at a point, was the best 15 around, it, 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 it's... You, you, can, you can think, hang on, am I, am I getting the... You know, is that actually the case? But it, it was. The guy, the, you know, the, the lines he cut, wasn't he? The, the high balls he took... You know, played brilliantly in Wales. Went over, went over in France, and did a fantastic job there, didn't he? Yeah, he's unbelievable for Wales. Yeah. Lions, so yeah, he's he, he definitely gets a mention. Lee Byrne discarded too but, early for you. Yeah, discarded too early for me. Yeah, yeah, we we were, could have definitely done done some uh, some really good work for us at fifteen. He's another player. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. And he's another player. This is this is another another fantasy fifteen for another time. Never played in a World Cup. Yeah. Which is mad when you think about it, isn't it? So Wales have had some phenomenal players who never who never played in the World Cup. Richard Hibbard never played in the World Cup. Do you think he? Yeah, I mean, he would have um, he would have loved that environment as well, wouldn't he, in the World Cup? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, very very yeah. unlucky to miss out in '07 and then and then 11, uh, in 2011 as well. Left at home. Yeah, real shame, real shame. Um, but for me, there's there's one fifteen that. Is is and probably will be we're good on the history books that's for sure and it's um, it's Cullen yeah magnificent uh, yeah such a good rugby player I, uh, yeah again terrifyingly brilliant just could score a try from anywhere on the pitch and and he often did and didn't often he often did yeah yeah. So yeah, that's my yeah. He's he's at fifteen. I haven't got I haven't gone for a bench actually, James. No, I've obviously fine. mentioned so many so many players. Well, that's it. We'll we'll have to do a we'll have to do like a yeah a bonus a bonus edition where you talk us through the wider squad there and uh, and who's rooming yeah. with who on the tour. But just to recap, just to recap the side then: Gethin Jenkins, Sean Fitzpatrick, Adam Jones, Martin Johnson, Alan Wynne Jones, Mark Perigo. Who's your open side? Oh, Justin Tipperick. Tipperick. Justin Tipperick and Mervyn Davis. Dwayne Peel, Michael Liner, Philippe Sellar, Frank Bunce, Jeff Wilson, <laughs> Shane Williams. Oh, what a and size. Cullen. That's pretty, that is a joyous team, that. Imagine watching that. Captained. By? By a man of very, very few words. So he, um, yeah, there was no team talks with this particular captain. Mm. It was just all done on the park. It's Mark Perigo. 
Wow. That that's astonishing. <laughs> in a side in a side that has uh, yeah that has cellar, liner, um, Merv, <laughs> Alan Wynne Jones, Johnson, Gethin Jenkins in. You've gone for Perigo as captain. Yeah, you could. Yeah, he he he, he stands alone <laughs> for a reason. So for that reason, he's my captain. Wasn't his nickname Oddball as well? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I, think, yeah, I, I think just would do anything to hear a speech, to hear one of his captain. To, can you imagine it? Yeah. Well, no, I can't. Uh, no, no. So yeah, I just I I would love love to hear a captain speech from from Mark Peregrine. If we can get him on, uh, that's the, that's one of the first things I ask. If you were captain, what would you know? What would be what would you be saying to the side? I like it. I like it. This is something for us to aim for. Right, Dan. Where is this? Uh, where is this game going to take place? So there's a quite a few there's quite a few places really for this. Uh, the first one being Cowbridge's pitch, mm-hmm. the Fred Dunn. Yeah. So that's 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 right up I there. I thought that's what you were going to go for actually. I I toed and froed for quite a while, and that's why I needed when you called. I needed a few more minutes Brilliant. just to make sure that I wasn't I wasn't being a bit too hasty. But I'm happy with my decision. But so so that, that's a mention there for the Fred Dunn. Uh, I've then gone. I've then want to mention Sardis Road. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Knoll. Some proper old school. Uh, some proper old school grounds there. Yeah, but I've gone with the brewery field. Nice. The brewery field at Bajend, when that was heaving. And again, I've had I've got some great memories watching a couple of games there, particularly the sort of Celtic Warriors. That the brewery field was a great spot, just not not too far for me to for me to travel to. Um, going along the game with my my dad and my brother and 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 my dad's pals. So yeah, brewery field it is. I like that a lot, Dan. And who will be who will be the opposition? Which so you can pick any any side, club side, uh, yeah, club side, invitational side, international side from any period in time. Which side would you like to take on and presumably beat with your dream fifteen? Yeah, so I've kind of given it away a little bit there, maybe, but it's 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 against the Celtic Warriors. Amazing, love that. So that side coming to Bajend on the brewery field. Playing against the Celtic Warriors, so Celtic Warriors as the as the home team and uh, and your yeah. visitors. Yeah, yeah. So the only thing that I've got uh, I've got left to ask you, Dan, uh, and I said you uh, I said you were you would have taken two days to choose your backs. I reckon the thing that really would have taken you a while to come up with, given your uh, your passion and uh, around uh, all things clothing related, is the kit. What uh, what kit would your side be taking to the field in? Yeah, so my favourite, my favourite kit of all time was the the Neath turquoise one. Oh, I like that oh, one, but right, it was the black. It was the same. Yeah, it was the same time. So yeah. it was the black Reebok yeah, yeah, yeah. kit. I think it must have been around ninety five. Like that, ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. Yeah, ninety five, ninety six. What a top that was! I would, 
I think I've told this on the pod before. I was so disappointed. I got it for my birthday. Someone else finished it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and one of the one of the one of the boys was <laughs> one of the boys. I remember Ian at the at the top. I'm sure I need to ask him because he suddenly had the uh, the neath top, and uh, it was it was the black one. Yeah, that I had. I, I yeah I I love that that top. So it's that kit. If you're if you're playing in that kit, you are you are not losing. Although I'd want this game to be a draw. Oh right, there we go. A tri-fest draw. That's it. With the last minute, a last minute conversion from Michael Liner to level the scores. Yeah, with Mike Voyle just bringing <laughs> on the water in his cycling shorts, just them, Make, just running on, <laughs> making the difference from the from the bench. Yeah, just a few few wise words. Because you could, you know, we're not sure what what Mark Perigo is going to be saying. So Voidy comes on, or, or if he's, or if he's done a runner at half time. Yeah, <laughs> he did, he didn't used to drive to the ground, did he? Just he'd run. Amazing. So, uh, and that leaves us to, to to the coach then. Go on then. Yeah, there's there's two coaches actually, with my side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the first is. Uh, and it had to be this Warren Gatland. Of course. Yeah. Best coach out there. <clears throat> Ably assisted by myself. Love it. Like we said, like we said, Dan. Maybe the one thing that was, that was missing from Wales during all that time was uh, was someone with a bit of vi- a bit of vision to get the backs going. And I've I've no doubt that you would be that guy. God knows you won't be the one. You won't be the one at the scrums. Yeah, I know. It would, have been, it would have been dangerous, wouldn't it, if that, that combo had come together? But a um, few people mentioned it, didn't they? Um, I think Paul Rees had, had, had mentioned that in his one of a couple of his articles, but just didn't sure quite come did. off. So sure he did. Yeah, but um, look, what what could have been? Mate, could have absolutely been. loved that side. I loved it, and I particularly loved the uh, the kit and the stadium, which is what this this whole feature is all about. It's a lovely bit of nostalgia. Uh, yeah, thanks for being the first one up the ramp. Really enjoyed that. Podcast Network.